Hello, I realize it's been a while and the only motivation I have for recording this is current power outages, emotional turmoil and multiple compliments on my voice recently. So, welcome back. Firstly, let's talk about how I cannot believe that it is June like the sixth month of the year, can we can we just take a moment and talk about it? Because I feel like I've, I've uh, I feel like there's this pressure, right, to look back and be like, oh, the things that I did with the first half of the year, please. I almost I almost choked on those words, realizing half the year has passed. But you know what, I think something that I've been thinking about a lot is that there's more than one way to be successful or, you know, find your path and what you're meant to do and there's more than one way to be productive. A friend recently gave me some really good terminology to describe kind of how I was navigating my day to day, which is having personal productive days where you literally just get your life in order so that you can feel better about life which is like doing the dishes doing the washing changing your sheets getting groceries whatever that might look like for you self-care you know and often on days like those i find that we or at least i feel like i've been unproductive but You know, when you analyze it, it's simply because it doesn't conform to the working mode or standard of capitalism. You know, I've had a month or two months off of academia now, and it's been such a struggle to redefine myself outside of, of... being a student just for the next three months um, that I won't be one and it's so interesting because so often it's tied to our identity and how we present ourselves in the world and conversations that we have it's always like oh like what do you do oh I'm a student blah 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 but you know I kind of had this little existential crisis and I'm st- I guess I'm still working through it of who am I without being tied to an institution right now? Um, yeah, I think it's something that is interesting because when you really think about it, we've been studying since we were like seven, eight years old. And that sudden vacuous space is very weird to deal with, even though it's been desired very much. Um, it's weird not to have anything occupying that space and the way that I was thinking about it is that education (laughs) Uh, and obviously this is from a very privileged position education often felt like this punishment that was constantly hanging over my head of like okay these are the deadlines these are consequences I need to make miracles happen you know and now that I don't have that punishment I guess in my life I'm like what 
like what is going on but you know not that I mean I wasn't having a great time anyways because living deadline to deadline is a lot and that feeling of just never being able to congratulate yourself or recognize how much work you've done because you need to move on to the next thing is terrible and watching my friends from kind of a, th- a third person perspective like now being on the, on the other side of it and they're still in uni like it's genuinely horrific how much the workload is um versus the top like the realistic time that we have to be humans when like we're not treated as human and that is something that is deeply frustrating that i think about all the time recording this episode well I was like okay let me listen to the beautiful people who have complimented my voice and said that they miss my podcast and I mean I don't script these things but I just gave myself loose bullet points because ADHD I will go off on a tangent like happy Gemini season babes there will be tangents coming from me a fellow Gemini (laughs) Uh, I I don't know I just decided to press record and talk about things that have been on my mind a lot Um, inner child healing has been one of them when I was a kid I was never like the art kid or like you know how people will say like you're naturally gifted at something so in quotation marks I was never naturally gifted at doing like art or drawings I when I was young I thought I wanted to get married I was drawing up wedding dress ideas in a notebook did it look amazing no but I had fun you know I I colored in and drew the solar system and I'm such an astrology girly today like it all comes back circles around and I'm about to have my solar return which is my birthday wow (laughs) um yeah I I only really started like art is something I've always wanted to be able to do and be good at it's one of those things where it's like you know when I was a kid my parents were like oh you should like take up ballet classes and I was like no and now it's something I wish that I had done and obviously like you know, we always say life is short, but also, in a way, life is incredibly long and there's always time for you to pursue hobbies and goals that you've always wanted to get to. So, you know, one day down the line, I want to do ballet. I want to learn how to play the cello because, wow, the cello, amazing. Violin, love her, but the cello, mm, it's just, it's so immaculate, okay? And... Recently, I have been learning how to do art things, uh, specifically in 2020 when we had lockdown and a lot of time on our hands. I started to learn how to paint. YouTube, I realize, is an amazing resource that we have and I always forget about it. Like when I would be in school and my mom would be like, oh, like you're struggling with this thing. Have you YouTube it? And I'd be like, oh, like I, I genuinely forgot that that was a resource. So luckily, 
during COVID when we had nothing else to do, I went onto YouTube and I was like, okay, these people can teach me how to paint. And so I started out with acrylic um, and I think it's the one that I'm still the most comfortable with. Uh, and then in January of this year, I started using gouache paint, which a lot of people don't know about or know what that is. And the best way I can describe it is it has all the best parts of acrylic and the best parts of watercolor paint. So it has the, you can build up the um, like opaqueness or opacity the way you would with acrylic. Um, but you can always reactivate it with water, which is really cool. So I've been enjoying that a lot. And then I impulsively bought myself an oil paint set a few weeks ago and then realized I needed, uh, you know, like a few other things to go with it in order to actually make it work that I didn't buy at the time. So I went back to the shop earlier this week and got the things and I just... You know, there's also this thing of like, I always feel this pressure that all of my art needs to be a specific standard. Because you know why? Because capitalism, because it's like if this is not consumable, then why did I spend the time creating it? Because time is money. Mm. Anyways, so in a child healing, I sat there, I was just, you know, playing with the colors and the consistency of the paint, seeing what go on. And it was super nice and I was like, you know what, we need to be doing more of this. Besides that, yes, it is the sixth month. Why can I not? I, I, my pronunciation these days is horrendous, but I'm human, so I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna cut that out anymore. Um, yes, it is the half, halfway mark point of the year but because it's also my birthday soon I'm doing a lot of reflecting and honestly if I think about where I was a year ago wow you know like I don't know if you think about the process of the year and how many different versions of yourselves that you've you know lived and and the cycles that you've endured, it, I, I just find it so interesting. You know, a year ago, the things I was stressed about was so wildly different from what I'm stressed about now. And a year ago, I could not imagine that I would be in the amazing position that I am now, um, which I will not spoil because people will be praying on my downfall. So I'll drop podcast when those things occur um and I've been asked and persuaded to vlog that journey as well so who knows <laughs> uh that could be really interesting but yeah I don't know I think I really just want to take the next couple of days to be proud of myself um and all of the growth and you know the seeking help which has always been really hard for me um all of the amazing amazing connections that i've made people that are here people that are not here um whether you know physically or not and yeah just 
You know, like Miley Cyrus said, there's always going to be another mountain. You're always going to want to make it move. But you know, you got to look back. You got to look back sometimes too and be like, oh, wow, I did that, you know? So I'm going to take the next few days to, to just do that. Like yesterday, I had a really personal, productive day. I sent like 10 emails. I had an admin phone call and like the, the social anxiety. Listen, I, I'm the type of person that when I need to like go out somewhere, like go to a party or someone is on their way to fetch me, I will get ready three hours in advance and then sit in the exact same spot on the couch until the time arrives. And that's exactly what I did with this phone call. Sat in the exact same spot the entire afternoon waiting for this person to call me. I did not even go like get up to go to the bathroom because I was paranoid. <laughs> um, because it's happened to me where as soon as I go to the bathroom, the person arrives. I was at first Thursdays at an art gallery. And the moment I go to the bathroom, everyone that I inv- invited to come out with us arrived. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I had feared. But anyways, did the admin phone call, went so well. The loveliest person ever, like... I felt so cared for by an institution, which is so scarce. Um, and I, you know, took care of myself, had meals during the day and all of that. I think I did something else, but I can't remember what it is, but I am proud of myself. So something that has been on my mind and I've mentioned a couple of times, I think, in this podcast is friends. I I truly, truly believe that it's the most underrated form of love because, I mean, if you think about it, since we were kids, we were taught that, okay, the structure to a happy, good life is that you must, like, get married. That's the happy ending. That's the sunset of, it, like, every fairy tale, basically. And, you know, as we've grown up, Every rom-com, guy gets girl, they graduate, they study, or like get a good job, white picket fence. Like there is a set formula for the quote-unquote life we are meant to be experiencing. And it can be so invalidating, um, especially when... You know, everyone's timeline looks different from one another's and it's difficult when you feel like you're meant to be experiencing something at a certain time and you're not. And then, you know, the only kind of term we have for that is, oh, like I was a late bloomer, but there's so many aspects that can factor into that as to why you were a late bloomer. And also like, there should not even be a timeline on that. You know, like when I was 16, I had a boyfriend for the first time, not because I liked him, but because I felt like that was what I was meant to be experiencing at that time in my life. Because, you know, you watch movies and it's like they're 16 or they're in their final year of high school and, you know, they're in this relationship and they go to the homecoming dance or whatever. And so I was like, okay, like, yeah, this is what I'm meant to be experiencing. And then I later realized, actually, no, this, no. Um, and so that was hard to deal with. And I just, I, I see it all the time and I talk to people about it all the time. You know, especially like at uni, you feel like you're meant to be swept off of your feet and go on this amazing journey. And 
then I honestly, I feel like uni is a lot more about just discovering about yourself than anything else. I had so many important realizations and very healing realizations, conversations, connections at uni that were to do with me. And I think that it's really difficult to, you know, to put that into practice. Like I can say this and remind people that your life doesn't need to conform to that societal formula but it's really hard to live that truth and live your truth um because there are so many so many diverging paths you know like if you think of you know someone who maybe took a gap year after school and how maybe you know how much of an outsider they felt and situations like that just have different genres throughout life like how I'm not continuing studying the same degree that I was studying and feeling like I'm a little bit on the outside um but I think that at least trying to remember that it's okay and we don't need to conform to a, a formula of supposedly how to be happy and have a good life and rather just sit with ourselves and evaluate, well, would that even be something I'm ready for? Because, I mean, that's the most important part, right? Um, I think that's the most valuable thing we can do when it comes to that. And then, again, needing to make time to actually check in with yourself in this wild, precious life that we live, needing to make that time among all the work, among all the obligations and responsibilities, you know, actually needing to check in with yourself. Because the thing is, like, your mind is going to default back to what you've been taught your entire life of, like, okay, this is what I should be doing. But actually asking yourself if that's what you want is also a game changer, I think. And one of the things that I think about so often as well that goes hand in hand with this whole societal expectation thing I guess again is platonic love like I have loved friends have taught me more about unconditional love than any romantic relationship that I've had I have had so many friends that have seen me through so many different versions of myself almost all of my romantic relationships and just so so much and there is this unexplainable depth of love there that the word the word platonic almost it it feels like it's doing it an injustice right because people talk about platonic love and there's just this inferiority about it in comparison to other forms of love and I find that that's so sad because platonic love is genuinely like the thing that has been keeping me alive like obviously shout out to my family but (laughs) platonic love and found family I truly believe that you know the word soulmate is often used in reference to a singular person and it's always romantic but I truly believe we all have multiple soulmates both romantic, platonic, whatever, like, 
I truly believe that my dog is one of my soulmates, you know? And who's to say, who's to tell you that that's not true, you know? And I truly believe in platonic soulmates and having a soul family. Like, there are just... And also just realizing that time doesn't matter. Like, I have a friend that I made... Like, I met them a month ago. Or, okay, a little bit more than a month ago. And we haven't known each other for that long, but it feels like I've known them forever. And it's like that feeling of like, I wish I've known you since I was 12. Because, you know, it's just like, we have so much in common and so many shared experiences. And who would have known, you know, at the time that we met that that's how it would have turned out. And life is just so weird like that. And I think that time is a very small factor but rather the energy and sentiments and emotions and conversations shared that, you know, make up the value of a connection. I, I think time is, you know, can be an important component, but it's not a reason to invalidate how you feel about a friend or anything. But I'm talking about friends specifically because friends deserve that recognition. Basically, something my mom said to me the other day is life is too short to live it scared. And that's so true. Like recently I made a decision to just, you know, I was reminded to just live and love unapologetically and have unbridled honesty. And my, I'm a, you know, that's a pillar that I will always stand on is honesty and communication. Like that's me. That's what I value. Right. And I just realized I wasn't living my full truth because I was so scared of <laughs> everything. And making scary decisions in the last few weeks has really shown me like, oh my gosh, like I could have been living such a different life. And, you know, I had to really grieve the, I don't know, the person that I've been for most of my life who has, like, didn't know how to speak up, who didn't know that my wants are valid. And, yeah, it's really, it's really all just a learning journey. These are the reflections I'm having a week before my solo return for my birthday. And essentially... Guys, I just want to say that be silly, <laughs> be brave enough to be silly, live your life so sillily, I don't know if that's a word, but I'm using it, and love, you know in Fleabag the priest says, love is one of the bravest things you can do, and it's so true, be silly, you know, be kind to yourself. Fuck society, truly, and everything that tells us that we should be doing. I think we we need to rebrand, okay? We need to rebrand, get a new slogan, all the things. We need a new logo, everything. So I guess that's where I'm going to leave it for today. Love your friends. Tell them you love them. 
take them on friend dates just yeah because they deserve it um and you deserve to have that amazing deep experience of you know something i've been thinking a lot about is to love and to be loved is to be changed and i think that's the most beautiful part of human existence maybe and um when i contemplate being alive and being a person it's something i come back to all the time of like you know that's that's why i'm here that's that's a purpose as well to love is a purpose as well a purpose doesn't have to look like getting a specific job or starting a family it can literally just be to want peace and to love and that's yeah i'm going to leave leave y'all on that uh, on that note it was so good talking to you again and i hope you enjoyed this podcast and me being existential and philosophical as usual also this morning i was listening to the podcast the psychology of the 20s and i was today years old and i learned that plato coined the term platonic love fact of the day but anyways i love you all so much be kind to yourself and yeah all the love and cal